Blog Talk Radio. Microphone on. All right, we're ready to rock. Here we go. 
This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. You're listening to Keep It Magic Radio. 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 Are you ready to make some magic? Jackie and Storm are putting the pieces together for you. Find out what planets are changing the game and how to harness that energy. Get the latest metaphysical perspective on hot topics. Learn how to make magic work for you. Nothing is too hot or personal for Jackie and Storm to handle. Visit our website weekly for articles, updates, and the latest information to transform your life at www.keepitmagic.com. Now here is Jackie Smith and Storm Sestavani. And welcome back to Keep It Magic, everybody. It is the 8th of January, our first show um, for 2013, which means that we survived the end of the world. <laughs> and, you know, it was nice to um, be on the phone with you while we hunkered down. Yeah, it, it was wonderful. You know, we were ready for Jesus to come back down and take us and right. all this other stuff. And we were reciting Bible verses, not... Every hour um, there was the... Yeah. There, every hour, like at, you know, right around 10 minutes before the hour, we call each other, okay, another midnight is coming to pass. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was like amazing. Another day is breaking somewhere. It was like amazing. It was. It was. I feel so close to you now. I know. It's just like, I mean, there's like a type of bonding that occurs when that happens. I know, because we were preparers and survivalists over the phone. I know. While, you know, while making another cup of coffee with my Keurig. (laughs) Yeah, Jackie has joined the Keurig revolution. Basically, here is the deal. I wanted all of people's Keurigs if I was left behind, their K-Cups, and Jackie wanted to usurp me on that. <laughs> she wanted to get her a piece of that, that Keurig action, basically, what went on. So I'm sorry for interrupting your entrance into the show. I suppose you got to take care of business. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Make sure to check out our website at www.com. Keepitmagic.com, and of course, if you want a consultation with Jackie, make sure that you go to CoventryCreations.com. Jackie does do readings. Make sure that you go over there and get a healing or a reading from her. You know, she has a whole bag of tricks that she does, so it's definitely fascinating all that is the world of Jackie Smith, and uh, if you want to go to my website, of course, go to SternFestivani.com. I'm just an ordinary guy from New York, so, uh, and that's the way that we're going to keep it if you want to think I'm ordinary, so... Um, <laughs> I did I did a uh terrestrial radio yesterday, Jackie. Yes, and I'm a little ashamed. You still haven't listened to it? Um no, I didn't get the link yet. Oh. And um I was um I had a sur- surprise visitor yesterday. Your mother? No, Drew. Oh, Drew. Um Drew came I love in with Drew. his pug and I was really hungry. I said, "Let's get lunch." And then I was like, "Oh, crap." You know he's down with the two week flu now, right? Yeah. Well, it's you know I don't know working sixty hours. I'll do that for you, Drew. Yeah. Uh, sixty hours a week. Yeah, he needs to make him some hot grand manier and orange. Mhm. Mhm. And get over his little flu. Mhm. Well, grand manier is a, is a type of brandy, so yeah. well, it's a cognac, but um, it's, it's a type still, of brandy. It'll still you know get rid of whatever ails you. Right. So that's definitely pretty cool. So I did terrestrial radio, yes. um, a show called uh, Chamber Chatter with Donna Saul, and um, it was pretty interesting. You know, what I found out, Jackie, as I was listening to the questions and, you know, some of the people that called in and, you know, some people that emailed me, 
they really don't want to hear that anything bad is going to happen. No, I know people. That's usually I don't get readings because I don't want to hear about anything bad. Is the first thing people say when they say I don't get readings. And basically, what I said really wasn't what I would call bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically, I went through that we're in a two-year cycle, basically of. Um, you know, with the North Node being in Scorpio, of kind of unearthing all of our um, darkness, basically, the things that we've done, our dysfunctional behaviors. Mm-hmm. It's the hard truth. It's the year of hard truth. Yeah, it's the year of hard truth. And then I went into Pluto and um, Uranus, which anybody that's listened to this show for any period of time has heard me go on and on and on and on about it for a while now. But if it's a new person listening, what should they what should they take away from that statement? Well, basically, Uranus in square to... Uh, Pluto, Uranus is in Aries, um, and Uranus is kind of rebellious, and it likes to shake things up, and it's in the sign of May. So basically, people are, um, you know, looking at their own, you know, what is it that they're doing, basically, mm-hmm. that, you know, in order to change themselves, because they're not being able, they're, they're not able to rely on systems, really, anymore. And okay. Pluto and Capricorn has to do with the unearthing of governmental structures that are no longer I'm working for us. So when you get them together, you know, it's me against the outer world, basically, um, in many ways. And I think that a lot of people watch, especially with Saturn also in Scorpio, um, what a lot of people are going to have to come face-to-face with is what it is that we've each personally done to add to the collective madness that's going around. They also didn't want to hear that I said that, that, that I was talking about quit spending money you don't have. Ah. Yep. So, which really makes me worried, Jackie. Why does it make you worry? How low do we have to go <laughs> well, before yeah. people start learning the lessons? Well, here's but here's the thing that I that I how I'm flipping that. Okay, first of all, I it really this really explains a lot of preparers, and with um, which is a term that you brought to the table um, in our last show is people who are preparing for the end of the world or apocalypse or governmental uh-huh. takeover or whatever, um, survivalists. Um, Michigan militia is what we call it over here. But, um, um, so it, it explains that. But I also think that, um, and and you're right, this is a year of hard truth. I don't think that people can face their own hard truths. I I I think that if you can face your um, responsibility to the collective consciousness, what you've put into the collective consciousness. I think if you can face it and deal with your own hard truth to this and your contribution, good and bad, then you have the ability to evolve. Mm-hmm. And if you can't face it, life's going to suck for you because you're just going to you're going to keep beating your head up against the wall. And the other thing that I notice is that people don't don't really you know from the emails that I was getting, people don't want to look at going back to basics, and they don't want to look at what it is that they have to do to connect to customers. I find this very fascinating. And I'm kind of okay with it, and here's why. Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> and and so the people who are going to continue to spend money that they don't have, which are going to de- dig themselves deeper in debt, and they're going to fall apart faster, is going to make the people who are not doing that, the people who mm-hmm. are getting back to basics, getting back to their base customer, really getting um, – Focusing in their message and, and doing good business, um, and and that could be in the job world too, not just in the business world. 
Um, so you have people who are who are still going to uh, work within that legacy. They've been somewhere for 10 years, and they're going to work within that legacy of I can do whatever I want. Yeah. They're going to be the ones that end up losing their jobs, while the people who say, no, nope, I'm going to stay focused, I'm going to do the job that is expected of me, and I'm going to shine, I'm going to be excellent, uh-huh. they're going to keep their jobs. So it's it's a cutting of a wheat from a chaff. I agree with you. I think that it is a year of basic, you know, you know it's almost a year of natural selection, the survival of the fittest. Um, yeah. You know, those that are able to, and, and I think that this is the benefit of astrology, Jackie, is that astrology gives us the ability to be able to understand things in order for us to make better choices um, uh, in regards to how that we're managing things. And I think that, you know, even though that I talked about uh, business yesterday mainly, um, I, you know, the same aspects are occurring to us personally. Mm-hmm. And, uh you know, I think that inside we have to look at how have we each been kind of contributing to a system um, that is just broken. It's no longer working. Um, uh, and, you know, having to develop an understanding of a new reality, basically. And it's hard to sometimes just seeing your contribution to it and you making those tiny shifts is what's needed. I mean, it's really hard to say, you know, oh, this whole system is broken and it's overwhelming to look at look at the whole thing. Um, but I, I, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb and say that okay. we're going we're to get a few more wake-up calls. Uh-huh. There's been a lot of death in the turning of the year, and I'm not just talking about um, the, the kids in um, Sandy Hill. Uh-huh. Everyone I know, and, and, and personally people that I know, there's been a lot of death. Um, like just some of it's been people who are sick and passed on or, or got sick and passed on fast. Some of it's um, sudden. Um, it's, all, it's all over. There's no one particular time kind. It's all over the board. Uh-huh. But um, I've been I've been really meditating on this because it's been so prevalent. And, and I'm like, this is very interesting. This is... Um, this is a big change in consciousness because we're not afraid of the end of the world anymore. But I think energetically there are going to be some more wake-up calls, some more deaths that happen that um, um, that we're going to be forced to look at um, what what corporate money buys us. Yeah. What um, lobbyists buy us law-wise. And and so those are those. There's going to be those types of changes, but then also we're going to look at the damage that corporations can do, et cetera, et cetera. And also, I think that you know, with Saturn being in, in Scorpio, it's really going to be about going back. Scorpio has a lot to do with survival. Uh huh. And I think that it's going back, even on the personal level, um, to basics. What do people basically need to run their lives? Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, for example. I have seen people actually freak out, Jackie, and call me up because I do I can do lost objects with with a horary chart, mm-hmm. and freak out because they can't find their cell phone. Mm-hmm. How are they calling you then? They oh. actually went to a landline. <laughs> That's going old school. Yeah, I mean, you know, but they want to know they lost their cell phone and they can't find it. <laughs> well, in, in um, wow. I I didn't realize you can do the lost objects. I'm really impressed. Yes. Do you, how how close can you pinpoint? Pretty close. I'm I'm super impressed. I will remember that next time. Now, um, the next time you need a Jew. <laughs> next time I need a horror, really. 
so the um uh I know a lot of people who are cutting off cable, cutting off, you know, satellite, cutting off internet. Um, which is weird. I mean, you can do like almost anything but internet. Uh-huh. Uh, but really just cutting out or, or limiting bandwidth, limiting time on that. Well, one of the big trends coming up for 2013 and every trending article that I read, every trending article that I read is about detox. Uh-huh. And that's articles that came out like June on, talking about trends for 2013. It is um, the word toxic, Detox antioxidant was in absolutely every article, including the ones about automobile trends and color trends. Interesting, isn't that? Um, so we're all feeling pretty toxic um, overload. I think I think we're finally hitting max uh, on uh, information. Yeah, and um, I mean, again, a lot of people I know are turning off Facebook and turning off their phones and yeah. Um, and all of that. Um, and there's a ton, ton, ton of resolutions about that. Yeah, I was, on I was Facebook, looking at it's hilarious. Because we're going to be talking about uh, resolutions, uh, and not to have them, um, in a <laughs> bit. Uh, uh, you know, I, I noticed that a lot of people were uh, doing a lot of, you know, uh, decreasing the amount of social media um, resolutions. So it's, it's kind of like... Um, People are having and being forced really to look at what really matters. And the interesting thing is later in the summer in July, we have a beautiful aspect between Saturn, Jupiter, and uh, Neptune, which is called the Grand Trine, which is really going to be about purification. And so basically, the people that are willing to do the work now, the hard work now, mm-hmm. between now and July, will reap the benefits and the, the rewards. Um, once we move into the summer months, uh, uh, and I feel sorry for the ones that don't, um, but uh, I'll pray for them. But uh, it, it, it is interesting, and that's the funny thing about astrology, is that astrology, even though the Pluto is the planet of death, it's also the planet of regeneration. Um, so even though that we may go through particular deaths and we may go through particular periods in which things are coming to a rapid ending for us or we're having to change our mindsets or we're having to look at things in a new way or we're having to embrace a new paradigm, um, uh, Pluto always renews and it makes what is new stronger than what was there before. Yep, that's exactly what, that's exactly what it's feeling like that that you're finally getting to if you embrace this energy. Yeah. Okay. Life's changing. Life's changing rapidly. What used to work is not anymore. And if you let that go and if you look outside of your own personal legacy, if you look outside of your own personal habits, uh-huh. um your own personal business and look to the rest of the world for other answers the new that you're gonna bring in, which is really kind of old. <laughs> Yeah. The basics that feel new again are are going to be so strong. That's exactly what's going on. I mean, it's it's going on at Coventry too. And here's what do I always say? I usually start this about um a month or a week before the aspect. I even know about the aspect. Yeah. Every time. Every you go, "Oh, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Dude, I was doing that too. That's so 2 weeks ago." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this is what's going on. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> right. 
So it's definitely, uh, you know, fascinating. And I think that the the astrological trends, you know, are are really showing people, you know, realizing, because Aries, you know, Uranus being an Aries, Aries also has to do with personal power. Um, And one of the things that I find that people really looking at is uh, personal power issues. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why, you know, people feel so inundated, basically, by the government and all of this other stuff. It's shocking to me the amount of, you know, you on um, the social media sites, the amount of people that are saying we need to get rid of guns and the amount of people are, that are saying we have to keep them. Yeah, yes. Yes, I have my own personal opinion about that, and it's not, um, it's not popular. Yeah. So... Um, it's okay. I yeah. don't care. Yeah, I mean, and, and and that is the other thing. You're going to start to see people addressing more of their particular uh, 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 opinions as we start to go uh, forward. You know, with these aspects, we still have four more Uranus um, Pluto squares. Um, so <clears throat> now, does it go in and out of square? No, not until 2015. So what's the, what do you mean four more Uranus squares? When the, the two planets actually come together. So different ones other than what's going on right now. And there's here. also an orb, which is an amount of uh, degrees they can be apart, but the energy is still active. So right now they're within the orb. Okay. So what else is going to square Uranus? Um, Pluto. But, you know, what you have also is that you do have all of the other planets that move around much quicker than Uranus and Pluto um, that are going to activate on that particular square. You get the the inner planets, the sun, um, the moon does it, but it's a fleeting, no reason to even discuss it. Uh, Mercury, Venus, um, that will do it four times a year. And then you have Mars that will do it four times every two years. Um, uh, Jupiter is going to go into Cancer in uh, uh, the summer, Jupiter expands the energy that's already there. So during the summer also... We're going to be really, really emotional. I think it's going to be really emotional, and I also think that it's going to be when another banking crisis is going to occur. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, Jupiter is going to expand that particular energy, make it bigger than it is now. So basically, hang on to your cash. Yeah, hang on to your cash. Save up stuff. Put it in. Put it under your mattress. No, don't do that. It's, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> as long as you have less than, you know, I think two hundred and fifty thousand or something like that, your uh, uh, your bank account is fine. <laughs> if you have over that, you know, put it in several bank accounts <laughs> so that it's fine. But it's uh, it's definitely pretty interesting. So what's going on over at Coventry? Oh, we are we're doing a lot of stuff over here and and like I said, we we started this this whole thing about two months ago, two, three months ago. And what what happened last year astrologically, energetically, however you want wherever you want to pull that, that answer from yeah. is that what was no longer gonna work is now not working in an intolerable level. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of was, oh, it kind of didn't work anymore now is like, uh-uh. No, it's not only work, not working, it's crashing and burning and taking you with it. 
um, <clears throat> so what we've been doing is is facing some hard truths and going through some restructuring, but really this restructuring is freeing. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely freeing, and um, I learned a lot over the past year about um, trying to travel and run three businesses and be a mom of a about to be 16 year old at the same time, which she's turning 16 in a couple of days. Thursday is the day. Mm-hmm. And um, now hell will begin. <laughs> hell already began, honey. Hell already began. So if it gets much worse than this, we won't. <laughs> you'll be doing. I'll be doing this um, uh, show from the funny farm. Yeah. So um, she'll be joining me. <laughs> Who's already there? <laughs> Welcome. Come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> right. I'll be under my desk saying, "Hell no, I won't go home." That's that's what it is. So, um, realizing that, I made a really big decision: is that um, for the first six months of 2013, I'm not going anywhere. Now, for you, that is the Queen of the Rainbow tours. Well, and the Rainbow Tour was really kind of new. I mean, I I'd done a few appearances here and there, but yeah, but you're like Ava Perone now. And uh, yeah, because for a year I did, you know, I did uh, twelve appearances in ten months. Yeah. In the early part of of 2012, and I wanna, I really wanna dig my roots in at home. Yeah. And um, I I love all the places that I went to. I love everyone, and that's one of my problems. So I love everyone. And um, I I loved being in Omaha. I loved going to Delaware. I loved going to Massachusetts and Santa Cruz. Oh, gorgeous. New Orleans, you know I'm in love, even though you hate it. And seeing everybody, and it's such a treat. Um, But I feel really ungrounded the last half of the last couple months of 2012. I felt really ungrounded, and I'm looking forward to getting grounded and and digging my roots in and making some changes and, and doing um really finally feeling like I have the tools in front of me to do some of the things with Coventry I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Which is um which is really go to the mainstream with this. Not to not to go away from my roots and my core, but take the roots of healing and magic into the mainstream market, into the regular gift market where I think it's needed. I yeah. think it's not only needed, I think it's welcomed with open arms and they just don't know I'm here. So, um to just continue that message. <clears throat> so that's that's the big things going on at Coventry. We're bringing back some candles that were in the retirement home or we're um you know, really picking and choosing what we're doing and we're either going to bring it back or let it go. It's really kind of cutting cutting yeah. cords that don't need to be there anymore. Yeah. And I think the biggest change is that we've um we're announcing a couple of big, some big changes in our in our product offering, so that we stay in our place of excellence. Yeah, that's always a, a wonderful uh, place to be. It's the sphere of excellence. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do mediumship, even though I can. Right, right, and that's why, even though I'm I'm understanding more and more about astrology, that's not going to be my forte. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of shocking things, Jackie. Tell me. Tell me. Um. You know who the Rolling Stones are, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about them? Oh, I've always I've always enjoyed um, several uh, of their songs. Some of it, some of it, you know, like any artist, meh, it could, mm-hmm. I could take it or leave it. But there's a few of my favorite songs are Rolling Stone songs. Yeah. And I actually saw them in concert many, you did. many years ago. Oh yeah. Well, they're in concert again now. 
it's amazing. You know what? That stamina scares me. You know, when you're 70 years old, and the interesting thing is that the next two songs are going to be from people that are over 65. So it's going to be pretty interesting. But uh, uh, the Rolling Stones have a new CD out called Grrr. That's what it's called. Grrr? Yeah. Grrr, like growl. Um, uh, and it is a collection, basically, of their biggest hits. It's the greatest hits compilation one. Um, but here's the thing that's going to blow you away. Now, normally, where do you expect to hear the Rolling Stones? Classic well, rock channels, right? Yeah, classic rock channels. Do you know that they have a song that's number one on the dance charts? I was wondering where you were going with all of this. I thought you were going to say that they went country. No, no Although, that, they that would horrify me. They have already done some country. Yeah, they've already done some country, but number one on the dance charts. Wow. So... I am so out of it. Thank you for yeah, keeping me up with things. Now I feel like I'm young again. Thank you. Yeah, now she feels like she's young again, and she's just going to get obsessed into my music addiction. I'm Jackie, and I'll be back in a flash. You're listening to Keep It Magic.
Rapid Magic, everybody. I am Storm Sestabani. It is currently 4.33 p.m. here on the East Coast, and I'm back here, of course, with the lovely, talented, glamorous, gorgeous, sexy, incredible Jackie Smith. I'm going to need some new adjectives for you, too, babe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's pretty... It's pretty. It's pretty cool. So, they were ta- you were talking about the Hecate channel in the chat room. I thought that was kind of interesting. The Hecate candle, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a little story about that. <clears throat> uh, so I have the line of the World Magic candles, and um, the sales were kind of plummeting. And I said, all right, I'm I'm doing, you know, I'm doing everything that I can to bring your sales up, reeducating, creating point of purchase, blah blah blah. So listen, you guys, <laughs> I had a talk with them. If you're not interested in being a part of this line, then don't boost up your sales. But if you want me to continue, I need some more love. And the Hecate candle quickly became number one. <laughs> I think I'm going to start threatening the sales staff. But when I mean I'm going to cut someone, Jackie, <laughs> I mean it in the Bon Quiqui way. <laughs> yeah, I will really cut them. <laughs> you know Here's the thing is I got some tough broads that are in my sales staff. You'd have to, you know, they might they might turn the table on you. Oh, I don't know about that, Jackie. Now that I've been getting my dude on. <laughs> that's pretty scary. I know. Yeah, one's, one's a farmer, <laughs> and one's been living in Highland Park most of her adult life. I okay. don't know. Okay. She lives I live in, the, I lived she lives in L.A. The, she lives in the D. I yeah, lived you in lived in L.A. how long ago? A hundred years. Right. I lived in the city. Yeah. A hundred years ago. Uh-huh. I know how to take my keys, girl, and you just take one of them and you put them between your two fingers and you poke somebody's eye out. Yeah. <clears throat> so okay. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. You know. I'm really not violent. Ghetto's bigger no, than your ghetto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I stay away from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell no. Oh, good. No, you know no, I'm no, totally no, no. I, I haven't done resolutions in years, and especially not since you and I have been talking about vows. And you, you talked about in the Kabbalah how the vows are verboten. Oh, yeah. And here's my, and we'll talk about that some more, but I stopped doing resolutions a long time ago because I felt that they were pointless. Mm-hmm. Why wait for the big announcement to do that then? I mean, how many times do I say, I'm going on a driver, I'm quitting smoking, and I made an announcement to the world, and on Tuesday, that's it, that's Tuesday, I'm doing it. And then um, and then you get to Tuesday, and you're a mess. And, um, so that's I said, because you created a space for the satan. Right. And so I stopped doing that a long, long time ago on the big level, and I didn't realize I was doing it on the little level. But um, as far as big New Year's resolutions, it's always been, um, thank God I'm still alive, A. And, and two, um, where, do I, where do I want this to go? I think because we, we are so drawn to it because we're like, oh, I lost last year. I screwed last year up. I didn't do all these things I wanted to do, so now I'm really going to get on it. And, and I think it's the resolutions are a lack of gratitude. Uh-huh. And a lack of respect for yourself because it's near impossible to keep. And wow, when you can't keep them, if you cannot count on yourself, who can you count on? 
so that ultimate disappointment and that ultimate takedown is is just it's not worth it. Yeah, it's it's it, it, and it's always uh, you know a, a big, huge, gigantic setup for failure, which I think leads to self depreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, over time, uh, especially you know when people make these big, huge, gigantic, arching resolutions that are you know pretty much impossible. You know, uh, and uh, you know they just set themselves up for uh, complete. Uh, Failure. I think that goals are much more effective. But um, well, goals. Okay, resolution is boom. I'm going to go from A to Z. I'm going to. I'm going to all of a sudden be 40 pounds lighter. And when it doesn't happen overnight, it's really hard to carry through. I'm going to lose 40 pounds, right? Uh-huh. Is to, to set that as, and I'm not saying that. I'm just. I'm not making that declaration. I'm just using that as an example, just so the universe understands the difference of what comes out of my mouth. Um, <clears throat> to make that big declaration you feel like it needs to happen immediately, even when you start playing it through in your head and start sabotaging Uh yourself that way. But when you say, my goal is to be at this point, this weight, Uh it allows you to to create steps along the way. Yes. And I think a vow makes itself unreachable. A resolution makes itself unreachable. A promise makes itself unreachable. One of the things, and I think that this is true, in magic as well. Um, but in Kabbalah, it says not to cast vows. The reason being is the moment that you cast that vow, you create all of the particular light for that particular vow in that moment. You know, you feel good. Things are going to be wonderful. They're going to be amazing. You get that instant jolt of light, mm-hmm. um, which I think you call wild magic. Mm-hmm. Um then basically what happens is that we we uh, set up a particular gate that we're going to do this, okay? And basically the Satan will do everything possible to create a pitfall for you. Well, and and I love I love having this conversation because what you call the Satan, uh-huh. I call our inner saboteur, uh-huh. and. Um, it's pretty much the same thing. Well, it is absolutely the same thing. So really what it is is your own fears. Um, you've just challenged all your own fears. You've just challenged all the blocks and all the things that have always been standing in the way between you and, and uh, being 40 pounds later or working out more or, you know, journaling every day or whatever it is that you're going to do. Uh-huh. Um, there's always been something between you and that. Um, blocking your way. If there wasn't, you'd be doing it, right? Yes. Um, so when you make that big declaration, what you did is you just you just shook up the jar of bees. Yeah. And they're buzzing around trying to find something to, to, to sting to stop the attack. And and you gotta go in you gotta go in a little more stealth like. <laughs> you gotta get them when they're not looking. Uh-huh. By small ten percent shifts, and then finally you get one that sits up, takes notice, and says, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" And then you really have to deal with it. And and but you've gained some strength, you've gained some momentum, you've gained some courage then to be able to face that fear and say, "All right, I'm not, I'm not doing this." Well, I think that also you know that the satan itself is also another form of wild magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that I think that is because. Girl, I will tell you, 
even, I don't even cast vows, okay? But if I'm in the middle of doing something that I need to do, the phone will ring 400 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, people will call you that you've never heard of, and you know they're talking to you, but on the other end of the phone is the satan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, devices will start exploding. Mm-hmm. Um, every accident that could possibly happen comes up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting that you were going to start that diet on Monday, but you broke your leg on Sunday night. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I am not even kidding. That's exactly what has happened to me at different times. And that I absolutely, I actually crushed the cartilage and tore the ligaments in my knee. Because I said, on Monday, everybody show up at my house, and we're all going to work out together. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do this together. And then I'm, I'm calling people, you know, Sunday night going, yeah, I just got back from the hospital. <laughs> Exactly where I had a visit with a Satan. Yeah, where I had a visit with a Satan. Um, but it comes in um, it comes in really interesting ways. It comes through other people. So it's really you have an oppor- it's an opportunity, and that's one of the things I love that you, we talked about before is that those moments where the Satan comes to you is an opportunity to embrace the negative side, the pain that you've already been experiencing, or the light. And experiencing the light actually causes a little more pain initially. It's uh, it's interesting. Um, one of the things that I think I, w- I would just use my my own self as an example. I was uh, I wanted to start an abs program, mm-hmm. and I started it. And Jackie, it's a really intensive abs program to the point that. Day two, I thought I was going to die. The abs were hurting that much. And this is what I started screaming. Satan, I will work out these abs if that's all that I can move is my pinky. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to do it. And, and, you know, a week later, I'm like, I can't wait to do the abs exercises. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's true. And it, you know, here's how, here is how... Uh, tricky vows and the satan can get. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm interacting with um, some folks. Not, I'm not interacting. I'm watching interaction between folks on some of the hoodoo chat groups. And uh-huh. um, <clears throat> I am saddened by the um, attacks uh-huh. on different things. And, and um, I made a post that said... Um, as I'm watching all this and I'm thinking about how um, in going way back in the conjure communities, if you were a, a conjure man in one, in one town and there was a root worker in the other town, you could potentially have wars between the two of you trying to gain the other one's business. So there's a miasm that goes way deep a long time ago, and that's what I said is that there's a miasm that goes way deep and it's longstanding and it's time for us as as root workers and folk magic practitioners to begin the healing today. Uh-huh. And that wasn't a vow. I said it's time. Uh-huh. And um, do you know that all of a sudden my coffee cup is tipping over and grabbing my laptop up so coffee doesn't go on it? That's called the satan. I'm tripping, I'm <laughs> tripping over my own feet to get a towel to wipe up the coffee. Um, I knock a glass into the to the um, sink. It You've manifested the satan. Yeah. 
So I'm, and I'm like, wow, what the hell just happened here? And, and one of my guides said, one of my guides said, honey, you just woke the beast. <laughs> you need to call on your people. And so I sat there in a moment of meditation and, of course, lit a candle because, I don't know, I have a few, and um, and called in the archangels and, and stuff. And I said, yeah, no, I'm not a part of this. You don't get to make me a part of this. And, and, and I, so then I posted that um, to this group of folks. And what was amazing is that I was not the only one experiencing something similar at the same time. There's a couple of interesting comments in the chat room that I thought that I would bring up. Um, One of them is is it seems to be more that collective awareness of change from ending to beginning that comes from the turning of the calendar. People reflect the resolutions are a vain attempt to gain some control over the inevitable changes. What do you think about that? I think that's really interesting, and I think that um, we do. We want to control the change. We want we want to um, be in charge of the chain re- change rather than the chart the change being in charge of us. And so, yeah, I can absolutely see that. Um, and and that what's this new coming? I don't know. Um, so it, it's a marker in time that uh, markers in time always make people nervous. Uh-huh. And that's a big universal global marker in time that that everybody uh, uh, recognizes. So it has a collective consciousness about it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's also interesting because every new year we're in the sign of Capricorn, which has to do with um, uh, foundation and uh, uh, facing reality and looking at you know some of the um, more difficult sides of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. I think that that's also what puts us into that reflective stage. But here is the difficulty. By the time that sun hits Aquarius, everybody's back ready to party, honey. <laughs> you know, they're ready to get down and party because that Capricorn energy is uh, very, very difficult. And, you know, we just want to be social and, you know, and, uh, you know, so what if I eat four cheeseburgers? Right. <laughs> you know, so it is not that I can eat four cheeseburgers, but, um, well, maybe those little castle burgers, but they give you bad gas, so I don't recommend them. No, but, no, um, and you know what? The Satan can just eat it. Eat yeah. those four cheeseburgers for me because I'm not, I, you said four cheeseburgers, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's what I want for dinner. I'm like, nope, that's a Satan moment. Yeah, that's a Satan moment. Yeah. <laughs> and you need to scream at the Satan. <laughs> you can eat those cheeseburgers. I'm not interested. Another uh, statement. In, in the chat room is uh, David Salisbury, um, who has a book coming out, by the way, um, says, vows are tricky. This is why when an initiate leaves a coven, it's usually a deeply painful and scarring process. The vows taken, especially witnessed by others, create a forever type of bond that can't possibly be a forever thing. Here is the thing that I have to say about this. This is the reason why I'm not going to become a witch and I'm not joining no coven. I just want to hire my own. coven. My coven. I just want to hire myself 12 men servants. <laughs> well, now, in a coven, um, there's... Um, Way you know, there's there's this this connection that that people really want. There's a, a spiritual connection that people are looking for. Um, that I find in in okay, I think there's some really really healthy covens or covens, depending Coven. on which part of the world you're from. Yes. Um, I think there's some healthy ones, but there's a lot of breathing room in those covens. You don't have to subscribe to an exact way of being. 
But then, then there's I think there's a group of people that are so desperate for a spiritual connection, or a trusting and I should say and a trusting connection with with humanity, mm-hmm. a, a spiritual connection with the divine that that there that has been lacking in their life, and then a trusting connection to humanity because there's been a lot of broken trust in their lives, and they look for that within a, within a coven setting, and what they forget is that it's filled with a bunch of humans. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. And, it, you know, this is why I think that you should just have 12 man servants, preferably all in Calvin Klein boxer briefs, um, that, you know, walk around with a plate. I mean, that's much better to me than a Calvin. Well, um... That's a truly, deeply spiritual experience. Here's the thing, though, is that, you know, when you have 12 guys in the same room, sometimes you can get a little funky in there. Not if they're bathed. No, there's there's a there's a man funk that happens when it's a room full of guys, even bathed guys. There's a testosterone that happens. There's like a a battle of testosterone. You're not a gay man, Jackie. I, you're right, because that's you would like that smell. Well, it's not even necessarily the smell. It would be them all bringing me grapes. <laughs> Don't you see the wisdom in it? You know, I have minions. Yeah. I have paid minions. I guess they're not minions then, but um, yeah, no. I'm, that's why I'm solitaire. As far as I'm, I'm not, I'm not Wiccan. I'm a witch. I have my own spiritual practice, but I like, I like being in groups. I tip it into groups every now and again, but that's why I'm. Uh, Christy Johnson is asking, isn't that all? What we all want—a connection to the divine. I think it's the the reason we're alive. I think it's the, the same reason. I think it's the reason why we have a sun in the uh, in the horoscope because the sun is that. A lot of people are really confused by the sun um, in in astrology. They think that it is an innate behavior characteristic that are natural within the individual, but rather I think that it's more of a process of becoming. Interesting. That that is fascinating because I'm I'm doing um, a class at convocation. Mm-hmm. Which is which is in uh, Dearborn, which is right outside of Detroit. So I'm still not traveling. Um, but one of the classes I'm teaching is the sun trumps everything, mm-hmm. and it's um, a curse breaking class. Well, basically, you know, the sun. Um, you know, for example, you're a Virgo and I'm a Leo. Um, uh, uh, you know, the process of becoming dutiful and. Uh, uh, in service to other people and um, being able to manage chaos um, is the particular life journey that Virgo goes through. And it's a process of becoming. It's never going to become perfect. And as a result of that, I think it's part of the spiritual experience. Interesting, because what you're doing is you're taking the spiritual experience through the through the um, signs, because if you then... Taken in the Libra, you finally find a balance of what, yeah. what, how much is perfect and how much is organic. And with you, for example, because of the well, the organic is the moon. For you, balance and fairness and justice is something that's innate within you because you have a Libra moon. Which is why, when I have to disappoint somebody, and I have to be the boss, and I have to be mean, I have to, I have to pull the trigger on mean. I have to, like, rev myself up. i got to go, I'm getting into my mean mode. What do you mean they don't want to do that? (laughs) And people can watch me rev up. Oh, there she goes. You know, we're with me. My moon is in Capricorn. It means my mother's a bitch and I rubbed off. (laughs) 
so no, no, not really. But, <laughs> you know, it means um, that if somebody with the moon in Capricorn is already going to understand the particular struggles uh, that life um, gives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as a result of that, that they're much more cautious than other people. But my son is in Leo. The, um, uh, you know, the process of becoming oneself and creating something that is unique and independent of other people is the particular journey I'm on. Yeah, so that means you have to be almost terminally unique with those two things. Um, you, have to, you have to, like, take that human experience and um, really take it into a... a um, a groundbreaking place. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty fascinating. Both of us, and and then so you have those. You have the or, the organic, and then the spiritual part of the chart, mm-hmm. and then you have the path. Mm-hmm. The path is the ascendant, so that's the road you have to walk down. Um, uh, in the chart, so with both of us, it's Libra. So you have to um, walk down a particular road, where not only does justice and fairness in balance matter, but because you're walking down that particular road, you're going to notice um, all of the things where there is injustice and where there's not fairness and where people are not acting civilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know, so it's it's it, it's a pretty tricky way, but that's one of the ways that you can look at creatively about your own three. Um, you know the sun, the moon, and, and the ascendant, and really get some uh, some uh, deeper insight. Okay, I also think that the sun has to do a lot with goals. Um, I think that we, um, but first of all, I'll hold on to that particular thought. I'll come back with that. Um, <laughs> let me ask you a question first. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Did you know, Jackie, that Cher uh, created? It must be time for a new song. Go ahead. Did you know that Cher? is the first artist to use autotune. I did not know that. I did not know Cher had an autotune issue. She used autotune in the song Believe to distort her voice. Oh. Now, now all of the people that can't sing are using it to not distort their voice. But, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, they even have microphones that you can buy for the phone now that has autotune. I'm going to buy one. Um <laughs> So it's going to be, like, really amazing. Um, uh, but um, it's uh, pretty interesting. Cher has a new song out. She Did does? You know that? Is this another dance chart song? It has to be if it's Cher. Because um, it's not going to be country. Well, Cher has done country. Yeah. You know why you got to keep going there with me? Okay. She did, um, uh, just like Jesse James, which oh. was country. That's right. And then, you know, she did, of course, but she's more known for being a, a rock artist, more so. You know, only in the past ten years, really, more of a dance artist. But um, she has a new song, and I think it's kind of interesting, the title. What is it called? Woman's World. Okay, so you're going to have to bring out Gypsy for me um, next week. Okay, I'll bring it out. Okay, so Woman's World it is by, yeah. by Cher. Does that have that? We'll be back in a flash.
That's it. I'm keeping him. You know, so. Um, uh, but one of the things that I <laughs> totally wanted to... Totally threw you off, Yeah, it totally threw me off. Um, I was going to say something sarcastic and inappropriate, but I bit my tongue. I told this a tongue to get out of my head. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, Jackie, if, if people are having a difficult time dealing with breaking... Uh, patterns that are preventing them from achieving goals. What would you recommend that they do magically? Okay. It's not a quick magical solution. You didn't get here overnight. And I I want to, you know, I you know, I really want to tell you honestly go get the go get the needed change banishing candle the uncrossing the spiritual cleansing and um let's see what else. Maybe the clearing moon. So, and then just and then you'll be fine. But I got to be honest with you. Breaking a pattern is is difficult because there's a spiritual habit that's tied to a belief or a fear or a legacy or something something going on in in your energy something going on in your spirit. So when you have a um, a, a pattern a repeating pattern or, or a block or a bad habit, it usually is masking something else. So it's time to dig a little deeper and. It's time to start getting honest with yourself. And so to do that, you need a safe space. You need a safe energetic space to start looking at that. And so the first thing you're going to want to do is like a sacred space candle, spiritual cleansing candle, earth candle. So you're going to start creating that sacred space for yourself, that that place where you are, um, even the success candle or the crown of glory candle, uh-huh. things like that that are going to, or the sun candle, the tarot sun candle would be perfect for all of this. Because um, you're you're going to start flipping the script on yourself, and it's hard to do when you're feeling really vulnerable and you're scared. So things that are going to help bring courage, shore up your resources, help help you grow roots, help you feel protected. Even the protection candle or guardian protector candle to say, um, surround and protect me while I'm doing this process. And then you go in with courage. And I say this all the time: courage is not the same thing as fearless. You cannot go in without fear because that's what the whole thing is based on. Can I request that we get Gimme Gumption back also? Yes, you may have that. The Gimme Gumption candle would be amazing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah, all of the, by the way, all the Dorothy ones, all the Wicked Witch Mojos are coming back. Okay, cool. Um, And... What so what you need to do is create that sacred space and start the transformational process and look at what is underneath all those spiritual habits. And I don't care what you have going on in your life. I don't care what system you're using, whether you're, you're shaman or Akashic Records or your hands-on healing or Reiki or whatever. After the healing, after the magic, mm-hmm. after the spell work, there is always a spiritual habit to break. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. You can have like just like the um you're bringing all the light into that one moment. Whether it's, you know, we we talked about with vows or or um resolutions or promises, you're bringing all that light into one moment. So when you're doing a healing process, you're not necessarily bringing in all the light, but you're bringing in a lot of healing, a lot of light, a lot of energy into that moment and you feel amazing. And as that energy fails or not fails, fades and you get back into your day-to-day life then what you're left with is a spiritual habit so what you do with that energy during the healing process 
is you use it to help rewrite that habit and help. Um, now you're going to go underneath. You're going to clean the fears. You're going to do all the work you're going to do. And then before you leave your healing session, identify that spiritual habit so that you can make those changes and, and say, okay, I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to flip the script on that to this. And I know when I start to, I know when I start to grab the potato chips um, unconsciously, I'm going to wake up from that and say, oh, what's really going on? Yeah. It's not, any discipline needs time, any mastery needs time. You know, when we're younger, when we're in our 20s and even in our early 30s, one of the things we feel is that we could, we should be able to light a candle or hold a crystal or or do our spell or get into our moment and, and do the banishing pentagram of the nth degree. And, um, and we're all done and we're good because everything feels so instant in that point in our lives. Uh-huh. And then as we get older, we realize, oh, yeah, I got it. Like, actually, uh, when I want to master something, it literally takes time. Uh-huh. And and then when you get older, that's the one thing you think you're out of. <laughs> yeah. So it's um so it is part of the process and that that's part of the magic. You know, one of the things that I, I realized yesterday, I had um uh psychotherapy yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that I realized after the session and had a major major breakthrough which I talked to you about, um, is that uh you know, even psychotherapy, Jackie, is a magical session. Yeah. It really because you're going into those particular root issues um, and dealing with a lot of different things. And it is a huge, big, gigantic process. Mm-hmm. It is. It is a huge, big, gigantic process, and part of it is the want and desire for the next thing. Yeah. And I'll tell you why I say that. Um, and David Salisbury is, is, was witness to this. So at the Between the Worlds conference, and we're all at the um, the party, and we're all dressed up and fun, different things, and David had his camera, and another um, uh, woman had her camera. And and I said, I just, I really, I, man, I want to manifest a DSLR camera. It's a um, a digital, like a 35 millimeter, but digital. Yeah. Where you can change out the, the lenses and stuff. I re- I've been wanting one my entire adult life. And I've been getting the little click at point and shoots and, and some good ones. And um, I really, really wanted I've been wanting one of these cameras for a long, long time. I keep on saying, I want to manifest one. I want somebody to just come up to me and give it to me. I really want this. Mm-hmm. Um, I want it, I want it, I want it. And 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 they're like, well, they're talking about where you can find good deals and da 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 And I go, no, I want somebody to just give it to me. And after I came home from Delaware and I, I really I couldn't stop thinking about this and I really wanted it. And there's some things that I want to accomplish in my life that actually that would be a great help to. And um, and I, and I had and here's the moment of magic. How about if I give it to me? Uh-huh. How about I want this so bad? How about if I make room for this in my life and I give it to me? Yeah. And and it happened to be where I had made enough money um, in Delaware for for holiday giving, uh-huh. and I was really excited about that. And and then I started looking around at the the whole holiday giving craziness. And um, and my 
my entire adult life has, and this is not a, a feel sorry for me moment. This is an awakening moment. Okay, so my entire adult life has been about. I love to give. I love to give. I get such a rush out of it. Um, I love getting just the right thing for people, but it was a stressful year, and I didn't have the money to shop, and I hadn't been collecting things. And I'm also terrible at giving gifts because I have to give them immediately right away. Yeah. You, you know it because I can't even wait for it to show up to you before I'm telling you what's arriving. Yeah. Um, so I said, and I was like going through this, the motions of, okay, I have to get them. What am I going to get them? And then it, it hit me like, well, Here's the thing is I get so focused on giving gifts, um, I don't actually have anybody in my life who gives me the big gifts. Uh-huh. And I said, so guess who that's going to be? That's going to be me this time. And and it just, it, it was like I made this decision. I opened up Craigslist. I found an amazing deal. I went and, I mean, all of a sudden it all just, within with, within four hours, within four hours, it was all in my hands. Uh-huh. That's magic. It's okay that you manifest it. It doesn't have to now, come. Now, you have to tell the story, Jackie, about you having to call me and tell me that if you don't hear from me in 20 minutes. <laughs> I was so it. excited about doing this. I said, I said, okay, and I, I, I was going to meet this, this guy that I was buying the camera from, um, and it came with a five-year warranty on it, too, as meeting him at an intersection. And, and I was started driving there, and I went, oh, wait, I'm being stupid. <laughs> Craigslist killer. Oh my God, I'm being stupid. So I'm calling a couple of people that are I know I could potentially pick up on the way, and nobody is available to go with me. Uh-huh. And so, um, and so I'm calling Storm. Okay, this is where I'm going, <laughs> and this is the guy's phone number that I'm meeting. <laughs> and I call my husband and tell him the same thing, and then I call this guy. Um, I see a restaurant, and I pull into a restaurant, and I said, I will meet you inside the restaurant. And then it just so happened I parked, um, like, a couple spots away from him. And he goes, well, hey, and he's pulling his stuff out of his car, and he's, like, getting ready to, like, make this transaction on his trunk. And I go, well, I tell you what, for your safety and mine, let's go in, and I'll buy you a cup of coffee. And so and, and so that's exactly what happened. And, and um I looked at him, and the first thing I said, because I was getting this from him at like two hundred dollars under sale price, uh-huh. and he said he, and his receipt showed that he had just bought it, um, like a week before, uh-huh. on a credit card, and I said, "Is this stolen?" <laughs> I go, "No, I just need the cash, and they won't, and it's a it's a store credit card, so they won't give me the cash." And I go, "Was it your your credit card?" <laughs> Because I'm just checking now. I don't want bad karma with this camera, but it was new in the box. He had never opened it, so it was it was exactly what I wanted. He got exactly what he wanted because he needed, he he was really cashing in on some credit on a, the credit card he had a balance on, so he could buy his kid present. I oh. know exactly what he was doing. I, yeah. I like looked at him and go, oh, I know exactly what's going on. So we both won, and because I saved that amount of money, I was able to get another camera because the camera at um, that we use for business broke. So because I saved that much money, I was able to get a point-and-shoot camera, which would be perfect for work. Did you get this on the SerialKillers.com website? Yes, I did. I went then went to the SerialKillers.com website. And so then, um, so I didn't want to buy me a a really nice camera if the one at work was broken, because guess what would happen? Yeah. I would lend somebody my camera to do their job, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so... 
but it, that was total magic. And and I I will argue with you all day long if you try and tell me it's not, because I made a decision. The magic was the breaking the habit. The magic was mm-hmm. saying I'm going to open to this in my life. That's what the magic was. And then it, and then the rest of it just just fell into place. So part of um, part of the the. Uh, the the whole magical spell that I did. The part of this is I'm manifesting this camera. The universe comes up with all kinds of creative ways for you to get it. You just got to listen. We pass up those opportunities all the time. Yeah. It's, um, now, Jackie, they're saying in the chat room that that's a great storyline for a mystery. Well, since Jackie only writes erotica. <laughs> <laughs> And spiritual stuff. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in, I, I published erotica, so. <laughs> so, you know, if if you see a story that's called the missing camera from one of us, you know what happened. <laughs> yeah, that would be. That would be. Let's twist that story a little bit and not make it a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> that Jackie was going to go get it to make her some porn. <laughs> so, it was. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Now, Jackie, one of the things that I think, and I was about to talk about this before the break, is I think that people need to make their goals based upon their sun sign. Okay, tell me. Um, the sun itself, by its nature, okay, um, is about potentials and possibilities. It's not real concerned with uh, uh, the here and now. It's more concerned with what's going to happen. How are, are we going to become um, uh, the way that we are? or what we are, we are meant to be, and what is that particular process. So when people create goals, um, I feel that they need to do it in a solar sort of way. So like for you, you're a Virgo, mm-hmm. practical-based goals, down-to-earth, structured, um, and um, attainable. Now, is this all the time, no matter what goal I make, it has to be yeah. attainable? Yeah. Okay, so it's not just this year. No, it's all the time. But what if I want something really crazy? The chances of it happening are now. So even if I want something really crazy, if I want to say I want my own TV show, which uh-huh. would be like crazy. How are you going to go through the particular practical goals of getting it? Who, who do I need to know? <laughs> who do you need to know? You know, writing the mock-up. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot different. Virgo has to put a lot of effort into it. Mm-hmm. Where Leo just has to show up. I mean, uh you know, and there's the show. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, for example, a Leo has to create its goals based upon what is going to help them create something um, uh, unique and independent more so than anything else. Okay. So their goals, you know, goals have to be in some way attached to uh, the essence of the sun sign. Um, uh, let me do another one. Uh, I was going to say, can you run through them really fast? Uh, I can try. Um, uh, Aries needs to do something that is based upon, um, uh, uh, you know, their need to go out into the world and and conquer things. The need to um, for achievement. Um, uh, Taurus, of course, um, would need to do uh, uh, goals that would um, help them feel more secure and more stable. Um, uh, and based more around their value system. Gemini would need to do well thought out, um, exploring all of the options types of goals. Um, uh, uh, you know, cancer would have to do something in order to feel comfortable, in order to feel connected to one's family. 
um, uh, I've already done Leo, I've already done Virgo, Libra, um, would need to do something in a, in a balanced sort of way. Uh, Scorpio would need to create goals in which um, it's doing uh, the, the goal creation um, in a way that it is unearthing the darker aspects of their own personality. Sagittarius needs to do goals that's going to make them feel good. It makes them feel as though that they're contributing uh, 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 something um, meaningful uh, in, in a bigger picture sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Capricorn needs to do goals that's going to give them structure and foundation. Um, uh, Aquarius needs to do goals that are based upon the higher collective mind and based upon um, uh, the, the, in a way that's going to benefit groups. In Pisces, they need to make a goal not to drink any more booze. <laughs> no, they need to to create goals that aren't um, uh, real structured and real defined. You know, that has a lot of wiggle room and a lot of movement and that's fluid. Can you write this down for us? Maybe. Please. It may be a program I have coming up. You never know. You never know. Okay. Because at the Candlewick Shop on the twenty fourth, we're doing a um, we're doing a resolution revolution. Uh-huh. So where people are bringing their their um, goals in that they try to turn into resolutions, uh-huh. and then we're going to help them um, find the right tools and candles and um, perspectives to make those uh, um, goals happen. We're going to move beyond the resolution into a goal, and so I'd love to be able to share that. And we're gonna we're we are putting in the finishing touches, which you will probably be involved in um, on doing that as a live chat. Yes, it'll be pretty fun. Now, for everybody, I know that I spewed all of that stuff out um, uh, in three minutes. Um, uh, (laughs) You can go back into the archives and uh, write down what I said. Um, There's a question in the chat room. Which candle would work with the Aquarius higher collective goal visioning? Well, um, Higher collective, um, I would have absolutely have to do a Vision Quest mm-hmm. on that one, and um, I would do. Um, <clears throat> I would do the Peace Candle. Peace Candle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Peace Candle. You're right. I would do. I would definitely do uh, the Peace Candle. Where people are safe is that really much because Jackie and I don't have time to go through um, all of the twelve signs. Your elemental candle, which they that are in the blessed herbal line, right, will do the trick. Yep. So being a Virgo, I would do earth. Leo, you mm-hmm. would do fire. Gemini is air, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be um, the air inspiration. So. Yeah, and uh, uh, water, of course, would be uh, the water candle. The emotional um, balance. I have a question. Um, how about a candle for someone who is very plutonian? We don't have a garbage candle. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I don't connect with what exactly that means. Plutonian is that death and rebirth. My, my death candle, I think, yeah, would which be Which you can death. get on the um, Coventry Creation site. Yeah, you can get, you know, all of my candles are uh, available on the CoventryCreations.com site. So you can get the sun candle, you can get the death candle, uh, the high priestess, the fool, the chariot, um, the emperor, the empress. Um, a soulmate candle, clarin collar. If you need some clients, um, clarin collar. Everybody swears by. I love that candle. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but you know, I think that just going basically based upon does the de- none of my candles smell bad. We don't make the fish chocolate candles. 
(laughs) (laughs) So um, also the thing that I think that people can do, just uh, because it just came to me, one of the things that I think that people can do in Dorothy's line, Jackie, in regards to moving from um, that self-depreciating mentality to that goal-oriented mentality of swifting energy. That one's not a candle, but the gimme gumption would work. Yeah. No, her candle set. Yeah, we don't we don't have that one anymore. Oh. <laughs> she has in one of her books. Which one was it? I have to think about which one it is. She has a great swifting of energy spell. Yeah. Um, so it's worth going to get that. Um, it's in the. Gosh. Which one is it? So um, <laughs> Google swifting of energy. Uh-huh. And it'll tell you which book it is. <laughs> Are you doing it right now for me? Awesome. Yeah, yeah of, of course. Um, and uh, you know, um, at... Utterly uh, Wicked. Oh, it is. Okay. Um, so, um, just so you know, concerning Dorothy Morrison, which we all adore here. Um, Hello. February at in the Coventry Creation site and on Keep It Magic, uh, not necessarily on the radio show will be um, uh, Dorothy Morrison Month with a feature. I'll see if we could squeeze that into a show. Okay. I don't know. I'll I'll think about it. I'll have to see how much Dorothy's going to pay me. (laughs) 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 To squeeze it. No, I have lots of love for Dorothy Morrison, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, Jackie, just real quick, a couple of candles that would help somebody once they're going in the movement of their particular goal to keep that manifesting for them. To keep their goal moving in the direction that they want? Yeah. There are so many options. Energy, the energy and will, candle, um, the whatever the the candle that aligns with your goal, whether it's prosperity or love or healing or protection or happy home, whatever, any of those. Um, the sun, tarot candle, crown of glory. So anything um, with the yellow or orange energy success, um, even um, like red stilettos or <clears throat> everything and then some, and um, even the attraction one, because you're going to continue to attract the results that you're looking for. Yep. Oh, I I totally, totally uh, agree with you. And I think that also the sun candle is really, really good because, like I said, goals are spirit, spiritually oriented. Uh, so, therefore, burning that particular sun candle is um, uh, pretty amazing. So. And what when you're working towards a goal, and I just want to put this little bit in there, when you're working towards a goal, you will absolutely butt up against your issues. Uh-huh. And so when you use tools to work through your goal to help you get to help you achieve your goal, tools whether it's a candle or oils or meditation or crystals or a spell that you cast, what happens is that when you infuse that tool with the energy of your goal, it helps hold that energy and helps hold that goal in place and helps push you along that path while you address those issues. So it works even when you can't. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Now we're done. Always a good time. I missed you. Oh, I missed you too, girl. 
I miss being on the radio with you because we have serious conversations and we get silly on our own, but then when we're on the radio, it's a totally different animal. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's entirely a different animal, mainly because I'm being an entertainer. <laughs> and I'm much more serious off the air, um, <laughs> which may shock people. Um, next week, Jackie and I will be talking about, or we will talk about, getting the plagues, i.e. dramas, out of your life. It will be a show that you will definitely want to listen to. A lot of Kabbalah. We're going to talk about the, the plagues and the Old Testament. I'm excited. I, you really make this very tangible and exciting to, to work with the Bible in these ways. It makes it very, yeah. very now. It's it's going to be it's going to be an amazing uh, it's going to be an amazing show. So you all will have to tune in next Tuesday at 4 p.m. That's when we record the show. It will go up probably by five, or by 6 p.m. Um, on the podcast hub. So we uh, thank you all for being for being there in advance, and we thank you all for being here today. And Jackie, what do they need to do? They need to keep it magic, baby. Speak live, everyone. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our hearts through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak
Listen. Uh.